Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin with Day 105, April 14th, Reflection and Worship. As always, before we get started, I just want to say keep up the good work, and it's always a time to reflect on the previous six days that we've been reading. Or like I always say, it's always a good chance to catch up if you might have fell behind a little bit. Because, you know, life gets in the way sometimes, and this is the way it is. Don't worry, God's not mad at you. You don't have to be perfect, just faithful. Just do the best you can, and just keep moving forward. Keep up the good work, and keep on keeping on, okay? Prayers God delights to answer. True prayer is a way of life, not just an emergency detour. Look back. One nation under Solomon, Israel, becomes two nations split apart under their own succession of rulers. Beginning with 1 Kings chapter 12, you have been reading the parallel histories of these two kingdoms. Elijah's prophetic ministry, 1 Kings, is mostly public and national in scope. His encounter with the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel is a classic battle of the gods and his prayer life an example to all believers, James 5, 17-18. By contrast, his successor, Elisha, 2 Kings, ministers with equal power and a double portion of Elijah's spirit, but mostly in private, one-on-one encounters. The northern kingdom of Israel, clearly on a collision course with disaster since the days of Ahab, finally meets its fate at the hands of the cruel Assyrians. The surviving kingdom of Judah narrowly averts a similar end and is revived during the reign of good king Hezekiah. His zealous reforms and heartfelt prayers temporarily turn the tide of national apostasy and half-hearted religion. Look up. When you pray, does God, A, always answer your prayers, B, Sometimes answers your prayers. C. Seldom answers your prayers. If the frequency of God's answers makes you suspect, you still have much to learn about prayer. You are in good company. Even Jesus' closest traveling companions came to him one day and said, Lord, teach us to pray. Luke 11, 1. It was a request Jesus was only too happy to grant. In your reading of First and Second Kings, you have encountered two remarkable examples of people who prayed the kinds of prayers God delights to answer. Elijah prayed a prayer of self-sacrifice in order to bring his countrymen to a spiritual crossroads. Elijah prayed that it wouldn't rain, knowing that if God answered his prayer, Elijah's own brook would dry up and his life would be in jeopardy. Hezekiah prayed a prayer of total dependence, spreading before the Lord the threatening letter he had received from the Assyrian general. Hezekiah affirmed that God and God alone 
had the power to deliver his people. Hezekiah's confidence was not in his wealth, his wisdom, the size of his army, or the eloquence of his words, but in God's omnipotent greatness. Look ahead. Close your time in the word today by following the exhortation of Peter, one of the disciples who asked Jesus to teach him to pray. In 1 Peter 5, 5-7, And all of you serve each other in humility, for God opposes the proud, but favors the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Think of a problem or decision you are facing right now, and pray it through like Elijah or Hezekiah. Lay your request before the Lord, be honest and transparent before him. Are you willing to obey God totally, even if it means personal inconvenience or risk? Are you willing to lean on God alone, even if others criticize or ostracize you? Tell him so right now. It's a humbling thing to acknowledge that you cannot solve your own problems, but when you let God be your problem solver, don't be surprised if you see enemies flee and fireworks begin. Amen. That's all for today, my friends. It was great reading along with you. Keep up the good work. Have a great day, and God bless. And I will see you tomorrow, Lord willing. Peace.